Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the Radio 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, uh, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. It's just like the radio show, same thing. You can listen to what you missed on the iHeart app. And we are awaiting the press conference in Maine for the latest information on Robert Card, the shooter who, uh, as of this moment, has not been caught. Yeah, there is, of course, a massive search going on. 18 people dead. That's pretty much the number now. They've identified all of them. And from what I understand, some of them tried to stop him. One woman was shot trying to call 911. Another man, I think a bar manager, took a knife, a kitchen knife, and tried to uh, attack Card, but he was shot dead too. So mm -hmm. people are saying, I can't just stand here and accept death, and they're trying to do what they can to stop yeah. this guy. But uh, they don't know he's pretty efficient in weapon use. If they know anything, they're not, they haven't been telling us so far. And I doubt they would at the press conference because they would not want to tip him off. But uh, they don't know if he's alive or dead. There was a suicide note left behind um, to his son. All right. And uh, you don't know what state of mind he's in. If he's in full schizophrenia, he's got uh, voices telling him maybe what to do. Now, the maybe note didn't have any motive in it. And we think he may have gone to the bowling alley in the restaurant because he used to go there with an ex-girlfriend. And he also felt people there were talking about him badly. So, because he's paranoid schizophrenic. If they know whether he's in the state of Maine, they're not telling. He could be in Canada. He could be anywhere. Could have had a, a, a rational escape plan, or he could be jumping around listening to his voices. So, total yeah. mystery unless they know stuff they're not telling. Yeah. Yeah, and they're also, AP is now confirming the same story I told you last hour. 
Card was transported by state police to Keller Army Community Hospital in New York State at the U.S. Military Academy for medical evaluation and spent two weeks there. And this is after he threatened to shoot up a, a base, a military base. So I don't, I don't know how that happens. A threat to shoot up a military base, that is not a crime? That That's just two weeks in, in the loony bin? I, I, I'm just astonished by that. <sighs> Having a bad day. I don't know. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to go to the uh, news conference uh, right now say, in Maine. For the consideration of the four deaf victims and their family, we are requesting that the AS, ASL interpreter is in all frames for language access here in Maine and the U.S. They are grieving and have a right to know the latest info in ASL. You can see we've changed this a, a little bit, the kind of the setup from earlier today. Uh, and again, as we continue to evolve, right, lots of podiums, we've got to lost our maps. The whole thing was a little bit of a mess uh, earlier, to be quite honest. And, uh, and our victims in this investigation, the people that are doing the work, uh, deserve better than that. So uh, I would also tell you that we're kind of looking for a larger venue as well. Uh, the chains here and everything else seems to work. Uh, we're going to use some technology um, for um, some pictures here uh, right off the bat. So. Um, I would say that, uh, again, thank you for joining us. It's been a busy day uh, for our law enforcement officers and our partners uh, around the state. Uh, I'm going to give some updates uh, from what we found. But the real primary reason I wanted to bring uh, you back in today uh, was we wanted to really identify the victims um, and uh, show their pictures. Uh, we won't get into uh, family backgrounds and, and um, their lineage at all, but we do want to show uh, those pictures, give uh, ages. I would say that uh, the families didn't want hometowns uh, listed. Uh, they do uh, certainly uh, deserve and want some privacy uh, around these issues, which makes complete sense. Uh, and uh, we're going to start with that uh, component of our information simply because that's why we're here, right? Uh, this is about the victims. Uh, that's why we do what we do, and that's why we're striving so hard, and that's why you're here, uh, because you care about them as well. So uh, we're going to go ahead and load that um, behind us here on the screen. And I think uh, Shannon Moss can also put that information out uh, following this. Some specifics here, uh, I would just like to note that the families actually uh, approved these photos, uh, sent these photos in to us. Uh, for a lot of different reasons. I think some of them show uh, a little of their character, a little of their relationships, uh, and uh, some other specifics. You'll just see, again, a picture, a name, uh, an age, and then there's a couple symbols there. And we wanted to be specific enough to, to what location uh, they ultimately uh, lost their lives at. Um, and again, thank the families for allowing us to even do this. They certainly didn't need to do that. Um, they're working through their own um, struggles. Uh, and rightfully so. So I'm going to start with this and then uh, ask for just a, a moment of silence before we continue on uh, to our next uh, agenda item. Uh, but that uh, top left, as you see it, and that is Ronald G. Morin, 55. And I won't read uh, the venues. You can, uh, you can put that all together yourself. Uh, Peyton Brewer Ross, 40 years of age. Joshua A. Seal, 36 years of age. Brian M. McFarlane, 41 years of age. Joseph Lawrence Walker, 57. 
Arthur Fred Strout, 42. Max A. Hathaway, 35. Stephen M. Vozella, 45. Thomas Ryan Conrad, 34. Michael R. Deloria, the second, 51. Jason Adam Walker, 51. Tricia C. Asselin, 53. William A. Young, 44. Aaron Young, 14, his son. Robert E. Violet, 76, and his wife, Lucille M. Violet, 73. William Frank Brackett, 48 years of age. Keith D. McNair, 64. Just have a moment of silence, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, truly, truly appreciate it. And we do, again, uh, appreciate that to the family. Um, they did give us those photos. I did not, however, um, have any of the family members pronounce any of those last names. So certainly no disrespect intended if uh, in any way uh, screwed up the pronunciation. So to move on, uh, I would also like to address the numbers of the victims that, we, uh, that I confirmed earlier today with uh, the number eight. Uh, and I will tell you that's miscommunication on my part. I was wrong. Uh, in talking to our detectives, uh, we had uh, a list for people that had been identified and family members that had been notified. It's also a separate list that involved uh, family advocacy and whether or not they had been plugged into that. So the reality here is that all 18 of those victims, everybody that we listed here today, everybody has been identified and their families have but i think we've got the basic information here obviously we can't show you the pictures no so obviously uh, it's very tough uh, uh there's no new information on i guess that's of any substance otherwise they would probably would have led with it yeah. and if we find out that there is we'll pass it along to you but it, obviously if they know anything they're not going to say if they if they're got a bead on his location and, and they may not know if he's alive or dead did i miss here was there a four-year-old in there wow uh, well, at the it was a, it was a kids bowling night. Oh, uh, I did hear yes. that. Yes. Yeah, so that, that's a And I think there was a cornhole tournament going on for the deaf at the bar and grill. Yeah. Cause I saw that one of the uh, guys who was shot dead was uh, the instructor for the children that night. Uh, just to put this in perspective, Maine has 1.3 million people. That's it. 29 killings in all of 2022. So you're talking about 18 mm. in just this one night. Uh, that's really shaken the whole state yeah. and everything around it. And 2022 is a, a bad year. Usually the total's in the teens. It's in the teens, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, when we come back, Steve Gregory from KFI News will be here. It's a story we covered back in late July when uh, they found the body of a 32-year-old man inside a barrel off of the beach in Malibu. And, uh, well, they've arrested someone, and uh, a couple people, actually. But one of the people that they've arrested was in the news for a different reason involving crime way far away from Malibu and in El Monte. Uh, strange. Uh, we'll get the details from Steve. Your chance at money, too, is next. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. 
You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, there's always homicides, but one that we did pay attention to because it was a bit unusual. They found the body of a man inside a barrel that washed up on a beach in Malibu. 32-year-old Javonta Murphy was his name. Uh, We fast forward to today and we've learned that they've made a couple of arrests. And one of the persons that's been arrested in connection with this murder was actually cited in another crime not too long ago in El Monte. Let's bring on Steve Gregory, KFI News, for this uh, interesting development. Both crimes had unusual aspects to them, and this uh, Javonta Murphy was in both. Tell us. Well, no, actually, Javonta wasn't. Javonta was the the one in the barrel. yeah, Josh, so he was yeah a, Joshua Simmons is who we're Josh talking Josh Simmons is the one that's that we were right, well, you guys have been talking about. If you're a victim, you're involved there. Sure, sure. Okay. Let's put it that way. Um, but this is very unusual circumstances. If you recall back on July 31st is when I drove out to the, the lagoon out there, the Malibu Beach Lagoon. And, and I think, uh, John, you talked about how you walk out there often. And so you remember that, that day that was that plastic barrel out there. And that was the, uh, the day... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I know exactly where that barrel washed up. Yeah, so when that happened, the sheriff's department was perplexed by it because you had a naked body inside. Uh, the lifeguard actually discovered it uh, with the knee sticking out of the, the lid on the top. And then they started doing their investigation right away. Well, come to find out, um, there had been, uh, you know, they thought that they were going to get that barrel to sink in the ocean was the initial thing which was kind of interesting because it's a plastic barrel but um there was a lot of speculation around whether or not this was tied to drugs gang activity um and the fact that javonta murphy was um an aspiring rapper so they thought maybe there was some sort of rap wars going on at play but come to find out there is no established motive as of yet but on october 3rd this Josh, Josh Simmons and his 41-year-old cousin Dennis Vance were arrested. A third person actually was arrested also, but they were quickly released when they uh, found out that there was no ties to the murder. And Simmons is the man, very, very large man, 300 pounds plus, that you saw in that viral video in El Monte in that smash and grab in that jewelry store. And those shop owners started beating the crap out of him, and he had to literally run to save his life. Yeah, I, fantastic no, I story. Yeah. Yes, I did make a mistake. You're right. It's it's Simmons that was involved in both. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. Uh, he so, lost his shirt running down the street. Lost yeah. his shirt down. Yeah, and he had big a big belly gang, hanging out and big gang tattoo on the back and the whole nine yards. So, uh, so after they arrested this guy on the third, El Monte PD called and said, "Hey, that guy you got in custody? Yeah, that's the same guy that we're looking for for this jewelry store robbery." And on October 5th, Simmons and Vance were charged, officially charged. Now, Simmons was charged with murder, personal use of a firearm, criminal threats, also charged with attempted robbery, and two counts of criminal threats. Then, this additional, with personal use of bear spray in connection with the attempted robbery that occurred in the city of El Monte on September 2nd. Well, that'll get him five minutes in jail. <laughs> the bear Dennis spray, Vance... Yeah. The cousin was charged with one count of accessory after the fact. So I'm I'm guessing Simmons has a long record before yeah, that's these what I'm two wondering incidents. There. I mean, he's a well, gang member, and he was robbing a uh, in, jewelry in, store. And he may have been involved in murdering a guy and putting right, him in a barrel. I mean, that that's a busy year he's had. <laughs> 
Well, they think that this guy is responsible for a litany of crimes, oh. uh, including murder, other violent crimes, and robbery. So, yeah. well, I'd like to know how many of them slipped through the L.A. County I, DA's office. Is there any way we can get like a detailed rap sheet and see how, why he was out on the street, who let him go? Oh, believe me, that's that's coming soon. Here's the thing. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department was not prepared for this to, to, to be out in public yet. The, the problem was someone leaked it out, and the, the Homicide Bureau was not prepared to talk about it. And it didn't come from Homicide Bureau. It came from someone very, very low on the totem pole uh, at a different station altogether. And so the Homicide Bureau was caught off guard with this. The reason I tell you that is because they're still trying to investigate other parts of this crime and other crimes, because what they want to do is try to build not only an ironclad case, but they want to make sure that he's not involved in other crimes as well, because they can also add more charges to it. Oh. So they were still really heavily investigating this crime when someone leaked it out last night. So they weren't ready for that. But I w and the reason I tell you that is because we will get a we'll get a rap sheet, and then as we've always done now, right. which has become sort of the norm, we'll connect it to see whether or not he was out on parole, probation, right. or what his history is. Yeah, how many cheap Gascon uh, prosecutions? Let him out early. Was knocked down to misdemeanors. All, you know all, all the usual elements that's behind all these stories. Now the yeah. the dead guy in the barrel, Steve, may be connected to this rapper Pop Smoke who was killed. It was his brother. It was this, oh. the dead guy's brother uh, had been detained in connection with that investigation, but he too was also let go when it was determined he had no really connection to the actual murder and so there are a couple published reports out there and some other media outlets picked up on a lot of the speculation and stuff but i was assured today by my sources at the homicide bureau that there's a lot of misinformation about this case out there that uh javonta murphy was not a, a rap artist because they were they were intimating that he was uh tied to some sort of a rap war and this was all tied to some rap thing that's not the case he was not a rap star he was barely an up-and-comer as they called it um, but it was also confirmed that Murphy was known associates with Simmons and Vance and the third person that was arrested oh. and released as well. They right, all I was wondering what the connection was, right. Yeah, right. they all knew each other. So it's not clear. And if you look in the charges, sometimes those tell you a lot more than, uh, than they're going to tell you. Uh, if you look at charge with murder, criminal threats, attempted robbery, two counts of criminal threats, and then the ones with El Monte, where it's attempted robbery and the use of bear spray. So that's separate. But if you look at the other criminal threats, attempted robbery, so you, you don't know whether or not this was, um, you know, something else completely uh, opposite of the drugs and the gangs. But they also are looking at the uh, possibility that there is a gang nexus to all of this. So, All right, Steve. Well, we'll stand by for your updates. Okay, guys. Take care. All right, Steve Gregory, KFI News. And again... Two crimes, both of which we covered. Dead guy in a barrel in Malibu in July, and then sometime after that, a jewelry store attempted robbery by a big fat guy who got beaten with a stick, ran down the street, lost his shirt. We covered that story, too. The video went viral. Everyone enjoyed that. The jewelry store people got lots of cheers. Well, it turns out that that guy who ran from the jewelry store has now been arrested for murdering the guy who was found dead in the barrel. Joshua Simmons. Right. That's He's the name. fat guy. He's so bad guy, too. And Steve is going to look into his record and we're going to try to find out uh, exactly how but, he has revolved so, through the justice system so of L.A. County. Saying, what, what, what's the tragedy if we put Joshua Simmons away for the rest of his life? Yeah, just good, a, good point. A, no, a lifetime no. achievement award for all the no, bad the, things. These are misdemeanors. Done.
That's what I'm wondering. How many felonies were reduced to misdemeanors? Non-violent, non-serious. Everything is now. How, Just uh, mind your own business. How many, dis how many discounts on the uh, sentencing did he get? Yes. All right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. Hey, we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 to 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Yeah. All right, a lot coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. You'll have a chance to win money with a keyword. We'll have two rounds of the moist line. We'll have a couple of hacks to throw into the dumpster related to a big story this week. We're still keeping an eye on events in Maine as they look for this mass shooter by the name of Robert Card. Uh, we got a press conference this hour. It was basically to go through the uh, names and photos of the 18 people that they've identified that were shot to death by Card. But there is not a lot in terms of the search to find his whereabouts to update you on. Uh, we were just talking about, you know, L.A. County Justice, uh, George Gascon, the L.A. Justice. County DA, the lack of it. Uh, this story connected to all this, um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. running for president. You heard of him? Anyway, a 28-year-old real estate agent was arrested, released, 
and then came right back to the Kennedy property. Trespassing. Jonathan mocked a Pacific Palisades, was arrested at 930 in the morning on suspicion of trespassing and issued an emergency protective order. He was released. And at 545 the same day, there he was again. Back on the uh, Wait, property of Kennedy. Are you telling me the emergency protective order had no effect? <laughs> Did not work. Well, that was a uh, a well-written, well-typed sheet of paper. You were told to stay away, sir. <laughs> look, look, we wrote it down. We signed it. They're saying that this is probably connected to zero bail, that he was released immediately because this is nonviolent, uh, I don't know, non-serious. He uh, went on well, somebody's property. Yeah, or... well, ev everything, everything is zero bail now. Uh you know, Biden has refused twice, I think, to give him Secret Service protection. Um, yeah. Because uh, you know, he gets security uh, from Gavin DeBecker. Did you see that? Yes. Gavin DeBecker's security firm apparently uh, helps Kennedy with security issues. Well, yeah, because... And they claim that they notified the Secret Service about this specific obsessed individual several times in recent well, months. Biden doesn't want competition, does he? Uh, well, he has one now. There's some, what, yeah. Minnesota Democrat who's running in the New Hampshire primary? Right, right. But Kennedy was, you know, taken uh, a little bit out of him. And right. and so uh, when Kennedy complained that he wasn't getting Secret Service protection, the Biden people just shrugged. Uh, Kennedy was home both times the guy showed up. He just told security, I'm here to speak with the candidate. But apparently he has sent some, and we don't know what it is, but the communications that he sent to Kennedy were shared with the Secret Service. And I'm sure they, they might be alarming. I mean, um, well, Billy Snow owns a construction company where a mocked work managing construction jobs and said he's a smart, sweet book nerd kid. Yeah, well, maybe he's got the voices in his head. Snow said, though, I thought he was a Trump supporter. We were just talking about how the economy was doing good when Trump was there. Mm -hmm. He was like, hopefully we'll have another Trump in office. He never talked to him about Kennedy, oh, so there's an idea of what he was doing. Oh, oh, so this 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 guy might be a Trump supporter. See, there's been a couple of polls that say uh, if Kennedy runs as an independent, might take a bigger bite out of Trump than Biden, even though uh -huh. Kennedy is known as a Democrat because he's a, an anti-vax guy. That that steals some of uh, Trump's base. There is crossover. Yeah. Right. Right, he's, so he's Kennedy is one odd candidate to attract anybody or, at, at, or, or turn off anybody. He doesn't fit in a box at the moment. Whatever he used to be, that's not the way he's advertising himself. <laughs> yeah, he was an anymore. environmental lawyer, right? So he looked like and, a left kind of guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, like, like, then class. the vaccines came along, then and the, right, and he's done a flip, and so now a big chunk of the Trump crowd has said, "Ah, I like this guy," because Trump doesn't emphasize that. Right. You know, he 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 pushed for the vaccines and took credit for the vaccines reaching the market as quickly as they did. And, and proper credit, he did. He, they did Operation Warp Speed, and they got the vaccines out in uh, less than a year. So you're not going to hear Trump denounce the vaccines, uh, but Kennedy will. So that might be a draw for some Trump supporters. Right, yeah, because I, I, well, yeah, Trump got booted a couple of rallies when he mentioned he's, I think there was one early on when he was running against Biden. Yeah, get oh, vaccinated. Oh. Oh, the, the, the fringes now don't really belong to either party. The fringe <laughs> that wants uh, uh, the Palestinians to wipe out the Jews. Yeah. Yeah, they used to be part of the Democrats, not anymore. That's its own thing. And the same thing with this anti-vax crowd. They used to be part of the Republicans, but now, you know, if somebody like Kennedy can grab their attention, he, you know, he'll get he'll get a certain percentage of the vote. Well, speaking of Israel, Gaza and Hamas, a uh, number of reports coming through this afternoon that Israeli defense forces are expanding their ground operations in the Gaza Strip. 
and operating forcefully on all fronts in their war with Hamas. So whether or not this is the massive ground invasion that we have all been you know, leading to believe was going to happen since this happened uh, almost three weeks ago. The Israelis... Uh, even, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying they're also conducting even heavier airstrikes. The Israelis held an interesting press conference today to prove uh, in their eyes that the major hospital in Gaza City, Shifa Hospital, that's where Hamas's operational base is located underground, underneath the hospital. Oh, and no. They had uh, a presentation complete with uh, videos and photos and slides to show the layout of the hospital and where they think the terrorist base is located. I guess they're telling the world, when we bomb this hospital, uh, this is why. Here's what's underneath. And uh, Well, they better evacuate it. Uh, yeah, I guess the people there in Gaza, right? Yeah, the the uh, the rear admirable for the uh, IDF is Daniel Hagari, and he says Hamas has several underground complexes under Shifa, uh, the largest hospital, and they're used by the leaders to direct attacks against Israel. Israel has intelligence that there are several tunnels leading to the underground base from outside the hospital. So Hamas officials don't have to enter the hospital to reach it. And there's an entrance to the underground complex from within one of the wards. Right now, terrorists move freely in Shifa Hospital and the other hospitals in Gaza. They have concrete evidence that hundreds of terrorists flooded into the hospital to hide after the massacre. And there's also uh, a command center for Hamas internal security. Uh, which directs rocket fire on Israel and stores weapons. So that hospital is not going to be standing long. The uh, energy infrastructure is used by Hamas's underground base. And, uh, you know, who knows? They might, have, they might have some of the hostages down there as well. The Daily Mail has a story called the SpongeBob. You get it, SpongeBob? I that uh, Israel might use to disable the Hamas tunnels. This gadget expands and hardens, filling underground passageways. Well, that's another way to I clog like that. up their tunnels. That's cool. Yesterday was nerve gas. Now it's the SpongeBob. Uh, the SpongeBomb. The SpongeBomb, they're calling it. Yes. <laughs> Based around a liquid emulsion, the chemical compound can be dropped into a tunnel before rapidly expanding and hardening, potentially trapping attackers down alleys or securing safe routes for Israeli commandos searching for hostages. So this seems to be a possible... Uh, weapon that they might deploy in trying to solve this tunnel problem with i remember when my kids were small I'd give them a bath we had these tablets and if you drop the tablet in the water it turned into a towel it just slowly unraveled yes i remember it, those little games those right. little things right that's what it, this made me think of it's like gigantic version of it uh the Hamas and Hezbollah people have been doing interviews, which is kind of interesting. The BBC was talking to a Hamas official who walked out of the interview because he was asked, why did, you, did your people kill civilians in Israel? Why? If this is a war between the military, uh, then it should be soldiers fighting each other, Hamas soldiers against Israeli soldiers. And he took exception to that, that we did not order anyone to go in there and kill civilians. And, oh, and he yeah. apparently got up and walked out. <laughs> we did not order, yeah. It just 14 That was not our goal to kill civilians. Yeah, I don't know. The hostage taking, it sure looked like that was part of the entire uh, operation there. 1,400 dead bodies, uh, you know, just a yeah. coincidence, an accident. Didn't mean uh, it. It's what terrorists do. They just want to commit terror. They yeah. get everybody really feeling unsafe. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. 
You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Oh, I'm laughing because I, I read a story and I was getting caught up in it. And then I, I looked at the top and it was written by The Onion. So I got, Oh, that's I, happened to I, me. I, I was fooled for about 30 Lister seconds. still sent us stuff not realizing that. Uh, and just between you and I, Deborah Mark did that. What? She sent me a story one day and um, a link or whatever, I think. And I wrote back to her. I said, you do know that's The Onion, a satirical site. It was something about vegetarians, meat eaters, and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And she kind of, I forget what her response was. But it's all, I think it was something to the effect. Well, it's still funny anyway. <laughs> right, but it's made up. It's not. <laughs> ah, The Onion. Uh, coming up at, th- at 3.05. Uh, well, this is a good one. It looks like some of the major car companies are going to cut back on electric vehicles. And the head of Toyota is having an I told you so moment. We'll explain because Toyota's not been as aggressive in uh, constructing electric vehicles we, as some of the other car We makers. predicted this several years ago, and the retreat is beginning. Two yes, major car companies now. They, are- as they call it, consumer interest is cooling off, is the term they use. <laughs> cooling off. Plus those inflation numbers. I, people got to stop spending. I, I don't think it's so much the government. I think it's us. Do you see but, how much people are running up credit card debt like crazy? Well, now? the economy was up almost five percent last quarter, which is crazy high. I know, and, and most of it was consumer spending. They don't care about and, prices going up. They're going to just keep buying. And, you think it was the pandemic? They thought I almost died then. I got to live now. You know what? what I yeah, all right. You know what I what I heard, and I I don't know what's true because. All, all the people who talk on financial shows, they're all full of crap, right? They're like everybody else. They make predictions. They have theories. They don't know what they're talking about. They're Jim getting, Kramer. They're getting paid to <laughs> fill time. Yeah, that guy. That blowhard. But, but here's what one guy said. And this sounded like maybe there's something to this. Yeah. That a lot of the spending is coming from two demographics that overlap oh, a little bit. Oh, all right. 65 plus. Really? Yes. And uh, but I'm, I'm on a fixed pension. Well, they have <laughs> 65 plus has 22 percent of America's assets. Oh, it is. It is the wealthiest generation in the history oh, they of predicted humanity. This, that the baby boomers would be a big thing to sell to because they yeah. would have wealth. Right. So the thinking is everybody got spooked by uh, COVID. Right. Not only are, are these the people who are threatened most by COVID. They're the ones who were most locked down. And, you know, it's, they, got a, they got a whiff of uh, now that mortality. They're free, right? It's like, oh, what the hell? Let's just liquidate. I'm going to take all the trips I ever dreamed of, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Buy all the things I've ever dreamed of. <laughs> because. Give me my bucket list. <laughs> There's a virus out to get us. We've wasted three of our uh, final years being locked up. What the hell with it? Oh, and who was the other demographic? Nah, I forgot now. It oh, was, I like this story. I wanted to know more. I, I, I th- I'm fascinated by American spending. Yeah. I just am. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the accountant in me. Uh, it, it's, it, it, was, it was something in that. It was something in that, in that thing. It's just about the, the, the number of assets they have. And This the, is also baffling economists because they always expect, well, eventually, and they said, this can't be sustained as a quote I saw well, today. You know what? It just can't be. Economists. If prices continue to go up, people continue to spend like this. Economists always have this, this fiction that people are rational. People are but not they use rational. historical trends, and they've looked at this before and said, you know, generally what happens is the economy cools off because the prices are too high and the interest rates are too high, and that's bound to happen. But this, there's some resistance this time. Yeah, I know, but we never had this COVID thing before. The COVID thing, like, screwed up people's heads badly. 
And yeah. I, I think a lot of the spending in the last couple of years has been, oh, the hell with it. Well, that kind was my spending. theory. You're yeah. saying some guy said it on TV. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Especially among older people. Because yeah. you, you, you realize going through, the, I mean, I imagine how many people, I mean, we saw them, right? We see the lunatics still walking around with masks. And it's like how many older people thought, man, I can go at any moment. I take one more breath, I suck in a COVID germ, and that's it. I'm on a ventilator. You know, and I got, I got. Then three. I wake up tomorrow and say, "Oh, that didn't happen." Right, but I got three million in the bank. What good is that? Yeah, nice. yeah. Have my ungrateful kids spend it? It's like I'm going to spend it as soon as I can get out of this house. So they get out of the house and they're on an 82 day cruise. All right. We'll also have another chance for you to win money next hour. Uh, another cash contest word will be revealed. We'll have two rounds of the moist line, and we'll throw a couple of hacks in the dumpster based on one of the other big stories this week. This is a different big story from this week, and it's, it's of course, I, I guess a sad one. Uh, the wife of the off-duty pilot accused of trying to disable the engines of the Alaska Airlines plane mid-flight says that this is not the man she knows. <laughs> Sarah Stretch, I know, spoke briefly with reporters about Joe Emerson, her husband. This is not my Joe. This is not any mm. Joe that anybody knows. I don't know how to explain it. It just wasn't him. His mushrooms, lady. <laughs> what he told everybody, mushrooms? it's the mushrooms. If he doesn't take the mushrooms, he's not trying to stall the plane out. Jeez. You know, one of the pictures of him I saw that got me a little worried was uh, him sitting in the cockpit with a little tiny ukulele playing it. It's like, uh-oh. One of these guys, you know, just, I'm well, always happy I'm going to sing in the cockpit. Oh, did he? Oh, I didn't see that photo. Oh, I did see Yeah, They released a lot of hey, his you know, uh, oh, social media. Uh, uh, yeah, you don't stuff. trust guys who take... Who get have photos of themselves playing a ukulele? No, and while that's, behind the uh, the plane, yeah, in the yeah, that's not it's not good. Uh, he would nevenly, never knowingly do any of that. She said, crying, "It's not the man I married." I mean, she's trying to make a pitch for the jury here, I guess. Not the man that all these people in the world are coming together to support him and love him. Ten uh, family members and friends attended the court hearing, and uh, some of them included coworkers. I don't know what you do with a guy like this. He experienced depression and the recent death of a friend. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he said he was having a nervous breakdown. Remember, he said, I'm not okay. Right. When he got up to make and, that move. Yeah, it's the story. It may be true, the story. And he took the mushrooms. And it the says whole... here he told the flight crew, you got to subdue me. I mean, I, he <laughs> will any of these things help him? I don't know. I, I mean, because he's been charged with attempted homicide. So, what was it, 80 people? Uh, yeah, that 80, sounds serious to me. Well, and he's yeah. charged in state and federal court. He pulled the levers to shut down the engines while the plane is uh, in mid flight. He really had a bad day. Everybody's had a bad day. Yeah, I know. You know what? Not everybody <laughs> has a chance to turn off engines on a plane. Um, uh, it's, uh, apparently, the attorney is saying that he was in a dreamlike state during the incident. Well, um, it's a hallucination. It's like, ever hear people describe what it was like when they took LSD? Yeah. Right? And they think there's there's a cow uh, is sitting on their sofa and the cow is howling at them. Because, because it disrupts your brain. I never had that experience. Wow. Well, there's had a cow on my sofa and it's mooing at me. I, <laughs> I made that, that up. I was never on it. You put up an extreme trip. example. Yeah, well, the... it always seems to involve animals. I remember reading about people's LSD trips and suddenly the animals... Uh, I, I, I don't know how that stuff works, but it causes bizarre hallucinations. People have jumped off of buildings, right? Yeah. Because they think they can fly. So I, I could see that the, the mushrooms work in a, in a similar way. You it's, made a rare good point the other day. 
<laughs> How's that for a backhand? When you said, just get up, go for a run, get out there, get your brain going. Right. Don't well, sit there in a funk. You don't a, stew in your chemicals of depression. You take a run every day, right? Or close to it? Every day. Every day. And I, and I do. There's two things that happen. Yes, you do get sort of a rush and it does improve my mood. And the other is um, it helps you poopy. There's no oh, question there about go. it. Is that right? No. When I started running in the 90s, there was a big change in my, uh, yeah, movements. Digestive and system. Yeah. It does. It does help you get things going. Right. <laughs> you have any charts or? Uh, Call it the morning, the morning run and dump. <laughs> statistical data. Uh, but I think both of those things are good. No, no. The, 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 the physical. I, and you always feel good, right? When you come home right at the end of the run, run you're always feeling good. I am. I may be a bit tired, but I feel good. But do you release happy chemicals in the brain? Happy chemicals, yes. So I run around and hug everybody. <laughs> it's a little too happy, but <laughs> so that no, that 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 does work. And and they have found that a lot of the hocus, first of all, a lot of the drugs don't work, and they make it worse. And then a lot of psychotherapy is really a waste of time. It's just babbling. It's a bab babbling about stuff. Most of, most of the stuff that people talk about in therapy already happened. It's past. It's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I've true. never understood it. It's like, hey, let's go back to 35 years and you're better. So what's the point? No, no. I, I, you shouldn't dwell in the past in no. any way if you can help it. Uh, unless it's nostalgic and it's nice. Yeah, nice uh, things. You just think about nice things. Don't think about bad things. All right. Uh, coming up next. Uh-oh. EV sales are cooling off. What's the deal there? John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.